this week on Patriot Point. We're going to be looking at the Kentucky governor's race and why nobody running may actually wind up being governor. Stay tuned. Hello, Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for news and information from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Well, this week we are looking at the Kentucky governor's race. It is starting to heat up, and we're going to be giving you some behind-the-scenes information, some deals which may be working, which are going to be coming into play and won't show up for about another year, year and a half. Uh, now, first of all, everybody and their dog seems to be running for governor right now. Of course, now, why is that? Well, it's because the people of Kentucky realize Andy Bashir is doomed. Uh, since the day that Andy Bashir was inaugurated into office, the Democratic Party of Kentucky has lost more than 67,000 registered voters. These are people who are so mad at Andy that they're just not going to vote for him. They went ahead, left his party, and joined the other party. Some people might think, well, maybe that's because of Biden. Remember, this started to happen by the tens of thousands before Biden was ever elected. Seems that people of Kentucky don't like somebody who closes the churches and uh, keeps open the abortion clinics and all those kinds of things. Now, the Republicans on the reverse have gained registered voters since the day that Andy Bashir was inaugurated. The Republican Party of Kentucky has gained more than 135,000 registered voters. This is how you spell doomed. Because Andy Bashir, when he uh, got into the governor's office, he supposedly won the election by 5,000 votes. And I say supposedly, if you'd like to see the reason why I said supposedly, just click the link that'll be in the description of this video on uh, how we actually found on CNN's live coverage, them taking votes away from Governor Bevan and adding them to Andy Bashir, the exact same number in the exact same second. Uh, so everybody, Andy can hear somebody is knocking on his door wanting to take his job. He may not like it, but he's got somebody knocking and they want in. So let's start taking a look at these people, who's running and why none of them, including Andy, might wind up being Kentucky's next governor. Uh, well, first of all, the reason we have so many people running is because the law has been changed in Kentucky, where a governor candidate no longer has to choose a running mate until after they already win their primary election. So anybody who wants to be governor or lieutenant governor has that in their thoughts is starting to file to run for office. So let's look at who is running right now, who is going to be running in the coming weeks, and why the surprise reason that none of them might actually wind up being the governor. Uh, first of all, let's look at uh, the first person who officially hiled his, uh, filed his name is Mr. Mike Harmon. Uh, Mr. Harmon is currently the Kentucky State Auditor. He is formerly a state representative. Uh, and he's been taking Andy Bashir to task on several issues. Uh, just his job is to check the books, and he found out Andy's books and his administration do not balance. 
Good conservative guy. The thing that's going to really hamper Mr. Harmon is he admits it himself. He is very um, lacking in being able to raise funds. And raising funds is essential to be able to have commercials, to get your name out there. Uh, so that's where he comes from. Good conservative fella, but has a hard row to hoe. Uh, and doesn't have the statewide name recognition even though it's a statewide office, as some of the other people who are running. Uh, let's look at the other person who is running, uh, and that is a lady by the name of Miss Savannah Maddox. Miss Maddox is currently a Kentucky state representative and has probably definitely been the leader in the Kentucky General Assembly in pushing back against Andy Bashir and all of these mandates. Uh, she is what is known as the Liberty Candidate. And if the Liberty Movement can solidify around one particular candidate, instead of deciding to split their vote between multiple different ones, with so many people running, it, uh, that's going to split the vote in multiple ways, it really gives nearly everybody running, especially one who can uh, get together a, a big group like that, a viable chance to win. So we'll be keeping an eye on her as well. Then uh, the other person, then this is one I get to what I call the top three uh, front runners. Uh, his name is Mr. Ryan Quarles. He is currently the Kentucky Commissioner of Agriculture. He is a former Kentucky State Representative. Now, some of the things Mr. Quarles has going for him is, first of all, if you ever go to the gas pump and you can get your eyes off of the $5 per gallon almost, uh, if you look to the side, you'll see there's a little sticker. Every gas pump in Kentucky has a sticker that says that it was inspected by the office of Kentucky State Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Uh, he has been crossing the state for the last year or two, uh, speaking at different Republican events leading up to his official run. He is now officially running. And I got to tell you, this guy, he looks like a governor, he talks like a governor, comes across as very gubernatorial, going to be in what I would consider the top three people who are running right now. The other in the top three contenders is the person in the number one spot right now. This is the guy to beat. This is the current uh, guy who is the Attorney General of Kentucky. His name is Daniel Cameron. And he took Andy Bashir to court on several different cases uh, during the last two or three years and has won a bunch of them. And he is now running for governor. And this is one of the big things that's given him a huge boost is Donald Trump, former President Trump, has officially endorsed Daniel Cameron to run for governor. Now, this is huge. However, Donald Trump's endorsements all of us in the last few weeks uh, have not really been panning out as well as he had started with. So they weren't meaning as much as they used to. However, in Kentucky, still has a strong following. So this guy is the person to beat right now. But who might beat him? That is the next person on the list. And that is a person who is not running yet, but will likely be announcing their candidacy in the coming weeks. And that is a lady by the name of Kelly Craft. Now, Kelly Craft is a multi-gazillionaire. I mean, this lady has more money than, I don't know, than Trump, Bill Gates. She's a wealthy, wealthy lady. She is from Glasgow, Kentucky, and used to serve as the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations during the Trump administration. So she'll have a lot of money to buy ads. She's been currying a lot of favor. And she, when she drops in that race on day one, she will be one of the front runners. So you have Quarles, Cameron, and Kraft as the three big ones. Now, here's the thing. 
If you have the main Republican establishment splitting their vote between three different people, that's approximately 33%. Uh, but then you've got all these other random candidates who aren't in the top three who will be taking votes. So by the time that you do that, none of them are getting even 33%. And now you get somebody who might get 25% actually having a chance to win. Other people who I know are at least considering a run but have not made any official announcements or at all is uh, Kentucky State Senator Ralph Alvarado. You might remember his name because he had ran for lieutenant governor under Governor Bevin's second campaign. There's also Kentucky State Senator Max Wise. Uh, it's been discussed uh, even a year or so ago by members of Kentucky's congressional delegation that he might team up with Kelly Kraft to run as a team. He might run on his own. So that gives uh, to our next segment here. Even though the law says that a candidate doesn't have to choose a running mate, if I was one of these candidates, and let me just put my counsel out there to all of them, I highly encourage you to pick a running mate anyway. The law says you don't have to. It does not prevent you from doing this. So by choosing a running mate, you've got two people who would help gather votes, who can be at different events uh, promoting your administration, your candidacy. So uh, I think that we're going to actually see some lieutenant governor teams uh, up with a governor, even though they don't uh, legally have to. Now here is the reason why none of these people running may actually end up being the governor of Kentucky. Uh, and it all has to do with Mitch McConnell. Now you might be saying, but Mitch isn't governor, he's a senator. Yes, Mitch has been a senator for a long time. When I was a, a, a kid, I was a student over at Western Kentucky University, uh, Mitch McConnell came over to meet the young Republicans over there. I am now 50 years old and he is still the senator. Uh, however, Mitch is, it, uh, he is not in the best of health. It is likely that he will not serve out his term, a six-year term he is currently in the middle of. So the law says, U.S. Constitution says, that if a senator is, is, gets out of office during the middle of their term, that whoever is the governor of that state may then appoint the replacement senator until the next election cycle. So whoever's governor can appoint the next senator. Because there, there was a chance that Mitch's uh, health condition might have meant that he passed away when Andy Bashir was governor. Everybody knows Andy Bashir would appoint himself as governor. Uh, he can't be uh, governor only two terms, but you can be senator, for as, as Mitch has proved, for nearly forever. So seeing this coming, the Kentucky State Legislature changed the law a year or two ago. And they said the governor can appoint whoever he wants, but, but whoever he appoints has to be from the same party as the departing senator because that's the policies uh, and agenda that the people voted for, so it should be the same party. That keeps Andy Bashir from appointing himself. And this is the reason why nobody running for governor right now may wind up being governor because everybody knows you can only be governor twice. But you can be senator your entire life. At least it's a possibility. So Mitch steps out of office, whether because uh, uh, health reasons, whatever the reason, during his term, which is during the new governor's term, Mitch steps down. Instead of there being an election, there's an opening. So whoever's governor 
can then resign, have their lieutenant governor appoint them as senator. Then they are the senator and they get to run as an incumbent and stay senator for their entire lives. Because usually, if you get in there, it takes nearly an act of God to get you back out. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I think we should have term limits. I think we should get professional politicians out of office, but that is the way that it is. So I think a lot of these people who are running for governor are actually hoping to become the next United States Senator from Kentucky. So that means the people running for governor, a lot of them at least, wouldn't be governor. It would be their lieutenant governor who would actually become Kentucky's next governor. So that's a little, and of course now, who knows what kind of backroom deals, which may be uh, being arranged right now. You get two or three of the front runners to say, you know what, we're going to team up as a team. You actually get to be governor. I will get to be senator. Mitch McConnell will get to handpick his replacement with no election from the people. You can start to see where the backroom deals can start to be made. It's going to be a very interesting election cycle. We're going to be keeping big track of what is going on, start analyzing the people's platforms uh, as we get closer to election day. And uh, now next week, we're going to be talking, you don't want to miss this next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about this recent ruling from the Supreme Court reversing Roe versus Wade, how it affects Kentucky and how this ruling may not actually be the biggest ruling to come out of the Supreme Court this year. It might have some bigger rulings come out. You don't want to miss next week or really any of the Patriot Point episodes. So until next week, I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point reminding you that liberty is not a spectator sport. Can it be knocking at my